Erevin Daflamet Hey, today's email comes to us from Yehuda Nelson. He says, the Rebelli, I used to watch the show on the way to work in the car or at home after work, but not anymore. Bench Ward said that his wife set aside time and made sure not to schedule any patients from 2.15 to 3.15 p.m. New York time so he can be part of the sheer life. So I figured, why shouldn't I do the same? I post a side of my office door saying, in a meeting, enjoying the live share. It's an absolute game changer. Thank you, Yehuda Nelson. The mission tells us that if you put an Eruv in a closet and lock the closet and lose the key, Rabbi Rabbi Isaac explained that we're talking about a closet made out of wood and the closet is larger than 40 saw. And the machlaikas is, and the shaila is, do we consider this closet a kli? And therefore it's permissible to break it on Shabbos? Unlike the terrace we had the other day, that we're not talking about wood, we're talking about stones, and it's only on Yantif. Now we're talking about even on Shabbos. Or perhaps this closet is considered an oil, and you cannot break it on Shabbos. Similar machlaikas would be by a zav who bangs on a closet with a hand that's in a glove, because if he touched it directly, it would become tummy. If he moves the closet, is it tummy or not tummy? Do we consider it a kli or an oil? Says Abai, that can't be. Because once you move an oil, let's say the oil is not cemented to the ground, everybody would agree that if the zav moved it, it's tummy. And everybody would agree that if you have a small kli that's cemented to the ground, that the zav touches it and it doesn't move, it's tar. There's actually a rule. That any time a Zav moves something with his force, it's Tomei. If it's not with his force, it's a force of a force. For instance, he stomps on the ground and the ground moves it, not Tomei. So where is the Machlaikas? If with his force he creates a vibration, not a movement, is that enough to make it Tomei? So what about our case of an Eruv? The Machlaikas would be, what if he locked the door of the closet with a rope and the only way to get in is to cut it with a knife? Are you permitted to move this knife? Machlaikas says, and we had it in the Sechdash Shabbos, can you move any Kli? One man says you can move any kli besides klisha muksa machamas chesarin kis, for instance, a very large saw or the tooth of a plow. But otherwise, you're permitted to move a knife. The other man says no. Even a knife, even a spoon, it's also to move them if it's not for the intended purpose that those kalim were created for. And a kitchen knife is not made to cut string, it's made to cut chicken. And therefore, it's also for you to move that knife. The mission says that if the, you placed an Arab at 2,000 Amma and then it rolled away, it rolled past the 2,000 Amma, says, Rava, wait a minute, we're talking about that it rolled more than four Amas because each person that takes up residence gets four Amas. So went past that. What if a pile of stones fell on your Arab or it got burned or it was Truma became Tommy? All these cases, it's not an Arab. And the Gemara says each case has a special Chiddush, a pile of stones, you can't get to it. If it rolled away, it's out of your domain. If it burned, it's not in this world at all. And if it's truma, it is in this world. Nevertheless, the Zashita, uh, Rameir says that it's not considered an Arab. Says the Mishnah, what if you don't know when it burnt or when it became Tame? What do you do with this Arab? Is it good Arab or not? Rameir of you to say that you're very limited. Chamar Gamal, you're a donkey camel. Meaning, a donkey typically you push from behind, the camel you lead. What if you're taking both of them? You're stuck between both of them. In other words, the Arab, if your Arab was Chal, then you could go 2,000 Amas in each direction of the Eruv. If the Eruv wasn't Chal, then you could go 2,000 Amas in each direction of your house. Therefore, we don't know which one is Chal, so you're limited to go between your house and the Eruv, but you can't go in the other direction of your house, and you can't go past your Eruv. Rabbi Yossi says, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Shimon both say, anytime you have a Suffolk in the Eruv, it's kosher. And he brings that it was heard from five Skanim. The Mishnah Mikvay says, that if a person has a suffolk, whether or not his tefillah is a good tefillah, whether or not he dunked in the mikvah, whether or not the mikvah had 40 saw, different spakes that you have, depends. If the tumah is a dairaisa tumah, then you have to say the suffolk remains tummy. If the tumah is a dairabanan tumah, 
then the suffix is kosher. What did the Rabbanon Tumah, like we had him in the Shabbos, the 18 xeroids, the 18 enactments that Bishamai made that one night, and they were, some of them were, if a person eats or drinks Tumah, or if he goes into a mikveh that's completely from drawn water, or three lugah of drawn water on his head, those are all the Rabbanon, so therefore if he has a suffix, whether or not he went to a mikveh, tahar. And that goes according to Remeir, Stamishna Remeir. Rebbeis, he says, Tomei. So what's the difference? How come by mikvah, Rebbeir says, he's mekel, he's tar, and by Eruv not? Because by Eruv, Rebbeir holds that we're talking about a dairaisa, you have to be machmer. Tchum is dairaisa. Who holds that? Rebbe Kiva, who happens to be Rebbe Meir's Rebbe. We're going to learn later on in Dachnum Ches, that when you measure a tchum, you take a 50 amma long rope, and you measure out your 2,000 ammas. What happens if you get to a cliff? You have to go down the cliff, across, and then up again, the Allah is that you don't have to. You just go straight across. Now that's a big kula. In fact, that kula doesn't work in the Dairaisa like Eglai Rufa and Ira Miklat. Isn't that a raya that Tchum is the Rabbanon? The Gemara says, yes, it's a great raya. But Remeir said that halacha, that you can measure like that, according to his Rebbe. There's another kula. That if you're going up a mountain, you don't take a long stream, because that's, that will be very long. There's a better way to do it. You measure from your friend's feet across to your navel, and then from your feet to the next guy's. And that way you save, and that's a kula, and it's called kaidrim, you drill the mountain. What if a person touches his friend, he's coming down his friend, he wakes up in the morning, and he finds his friend is dead already. And he's not sure when he touched him, was he alive or dead, is he tame or tar? Rameir says this is a chazaka, because when he went to sleep, his friend was alive, so the chazaka is that his friend is alive. Chacham say he's tame. It goes by when you find your friend. You found your friend dead, so he's dead. Now, why is it that we can't say that Remeir says by Eir of the same thing, that we should go that the food is okay? Says Remeir, because we're talking about that there's a sheretz that was touching the food, and Rabbi Remeir have to explain, Remeir have to explain, if that's the case, so how could you argue on this? And explain that Remeir meant to say that there's contradicting sets of Adam. One says, that the sheretz was there from before Shabbos, the other says it was there after Shabbos. So according to Remeir, there's no chazaka here. Because you have Edom, you're right to contradict each other, but there's no chazaka when there's Edom. But according to Rav Yaisi, when you have two contradicting sets of Edom, then you say they don't exist. They cancel each other out. And what are you left with? You're left with a chazaka. But by Mace, by the case of a friend that you woke, he woke up, you woke up and you find your friend dead, there's no Edom there. Rava says, even if there's Edom by a dead person, the fact is that there's two Chazakas that will create a Kula here. And that's why Remeir says that you go to Kula. Why? You have one Chazaka that the dead person was alive. He started out alive. And the other Chazaka is that the person that touched him, the friend that touched, he was Tahar. So those two Chazakas create a Kula. However, by Eir, there's only one Chazaka, that the Truma was Tahar beforehand. So you have to be chashish for the two Edim that say this puzzle, even though they were contradicted by another set of Edim. Have a wonderful day.